and welcome to the Homeschooling Family Podcast. Here, we discuss just about everything that comes into play when you are a Christian homeschooling family. I'm Leslie Nunnery, and on today's podcast, I'm joined by Samantha Shank, who, as a 14-year-old homeschooled young lady, started a business and started gaining skills that not only allowed her to graduate early, but also to be financially independent, well-rounded, and well-prepared for life after high school. It's always exciting and encouraging to hear the stories of homeschooled graduates that have really benefited from their experience. So I invite you to tune in and hear Samantha's story today. Now, Samantha and many others will also be joining us live for Teach Them Diligently events this season. We are super excited that the Lord has made it possible for us to get together again with homeschool families in Nashville, Tennessee, Rogers, Arkansas, Round Rock, Texas, and Mobile, Alabama this season. I can't encourage you strongly enough to join us at one of those. If we've learned nothing through the events of this year, we should have learned that the fellowship and the encouragement of being together is incredibly important for the health of our own souls, for the help of our families and our homeschools. God created us to live in community with one another. So I invite you to join us at TTD this year. Go to our website to get more details and register today. Now, I invite you to join me for my conversation with Samantha Shank. So let's dive right in. I am really, really excited to have with us today, Samantha Shank, who is a homeschool graduate. She actually started learning color uh, when she was but a teenager. So I'm really excited for you to hear her story today. Um, I think you'll be inspired about how homeschooling can really prepare your children to do great and mighty things um, as they get older and really kind of unleash in them a desire to serve and to create and and to just walk through those doors that are open to him in the days ahead. So Samantha, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much for inviting me. I'm so excited to be here and talk to you and I love Teach Them Diligently's mission. Uh, well, thank you. Thank you. Why don't you tell us just a little bit of your homeschool story before we dive into kind of what you're doing now and how it kind of prepared you for that? Yeah, so I started homeschooling when I was in fourth grade. Um, I went to public school from grades K through three, and I was just really bored in public school. I wasn't learning anything, and I was just getting frustrated with that. And at the time, both of my parents worked full time, and we didn't know a lot about homeschooling, but they said, hey, you know, why not? So my first year homeschooling, I loved it. I loved being able to quickly get done with my schoolwork in a couple hours, and then I had the rest of the day to do whatever I wanted. And then my sisters... um. The, year, the next year, they're like, hey, Samantha gets done with school at noon. We want to be homeschooled. And then they're homeschooled. Yeah. Really? Not. yeah. Um, I was homeschooled all throughout high school. Homeschooling allowed me to graduate high school and college early, and I'm really grateful for that. Um, my sisters did end up graduating from a public school, but that was just because of their personal choice. And so throughout the journey, it was always what works best for this child for this year. And for me, homeschooling was just, I wouldn't have had it any other way. Like homeschooling yeah, was, it was a great fit, huh? Mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, now I know that you started learning color. Uh, your website says when you were 14. So I would love for you to tell us a little bit about that. Why did you Why did you do that? What kind of gave you the idea? Yeah, started with an interest in World War II. 
Um, from about fourth grade on, I was super interested in history and all of these really inspiring stories that came out of World War II and the Holocaust. And I really needed in creative outlet for those different types of things. And so I just decided to start a blog. It was very random. It was just me blogging about frugality, how to save money, these stories from World War II, my favorite books and movies. It was a weird amalgamation of just very eccentric interests. And then a couple of years later, I got connected with so many really great bloggers and I realized that this could be a full-time thing. And so I said, hey, you know, like this is what I want to do for with my life. Like this is an incredible opportunity and that's kind of what I've been had been working towards since I was about 15 years old. And I made that happen by the time I turned 17. I had reached um, our, my city's median income, and that was my big goal. And so by the time I was finally an adult, I was able to be financially self-sufficient and had a full-time income. Wow. Just through the the blog, just through the resources in the blog that you had created. Yeah. So at the time, I was doing a lot of different graphic design work. This was also just a freelance graphic design. I had people saying, hey, I need help with my Pinterest, my social media. And at the time, I was 15 years old. I'm like, okay, I don't have a life. I'll help you out for $10 an hour. <laughs> and then exactly, that's kind of called yes. that. <laughs> yeah. And it kind of grew. And I realized I really like design. And then helping them getting their experience helped me as an entrepreneur and as a blogger. So it was a really great way to get connections with a lot of really amazing people, um, even though I was very inexperienced. And I'm not a homeschool mom. So it was just a really interesting way for, for me to get my foot in the door. Oh, yeah, that's awesome. Well, we've even found, and I'm sure that a lot of those listening in, that you know, within our own business, within you know, other people's businesses, your children learn so many amazing skills just by kind of being thrown in the deep end. You know, yeah. my kids have done just about everything regarding teach them diligently, ranging from customer service to setup to Pinterest work, like you noted, to yeah. you know, pretty much everything along the way, video creation and editing. And so it's it's really awesome the doors that homeschooling does open to explore all of these different opportunities and genres and ideas and stuff that are, you know, kind of presented in the world today. Absolutely. And I think for me, one of the biggest benefits of homeschooling as opposed to public school, I mean, I know people in public school who have started successful businesses in their teens, but for me, I love the flexibility of it. I was able to do businessy things during regular school hours when I would have had to been in a classroom learning, right. quotation marks. So yeah, I just love yeah. that it flexibility. Said you were I was, learning in your own classroom, right? Exactly. And I was able to just do schoolwork in the afternoon or at night or whatever, which was really yeah. so, so thankful for that. Well, and yeah, one of the things that is such a benefit to homeschooling is we're not just teaching our kids the specifics in a textbook, but we are actually teaching them, you know, let teach them diligently verse as you walk, as you talk, as you do your business, as you, yeah. you know, are creating things, as you're working in the yard, as you're going to the grocery store, all of these different teaching opportunities really truly prepare a young person so much better for the world beyond textbooks. It's just really a completely different approach. Exactly. And even in the normal school subjects, you can get so much out of those subjects if you go and do them and experience them in the real world than in through the textbook. So like life skills are a big thing oh, that yeah. homeschooling benefits. But even with the normal subjects, I'm like, you can learn this so much better if you actually like get out of the classroom versus from this textbook oh, no. that's not really teaching you anything. Right. And, and uh, you know, just look at you in particular with your, your interest in World War II led you yeah. to you know, start really this life-changing new entity um, yes. that gave you freedom, that gave you opportunity, that gave you skills. All of these things I would imagine were probably not on your radar at 14 when you started they this. They were not, yes. Mm -hmm. 
And I think that that's really important. That's one of the things I emphasize is expose your children to new and cool things. Because although it might not directly turn into a career, you never know where it will lead them. Because when I was younger and I was in um, like late elementary and early middle school, I wanted to be a historian because I thought, hey, I'm interested in history. The only options for me are classroom teacher or historian. And I liked the historian option better. And so I, I didn't realize that even now there are so many different career options out there. I was just watching this show called The Food That Built America, and one of the job titles on there was food historian. I did not Ooh. know this was a career option, but I'm like, why didn't That's I know very cool. Yeah, so there's just so many different career options available in the world, and I think we just limit ourselves to what's normal or what everybody else is doing. But if you're willing to work hard and work smart for what you want, there are so many different opportunities available. Well, yeah, and and allowing your children to actually have conversations with you about their interests really kind of broadens their horizons as well. My son is actually a history major right now, but he decided on that field while we were in Israel and he was like, somebody needs to tell this archaeological story. So his his road to archaeology is through a degree in history and then, you know, post-grad work and that kind of thing. But that all started by, you know, the world's greatest field trip. We went to Israel as a family. It was amazing. But while he was there, he was like, this, I am a good storyteller. I love history. Somebody needs to tell these stories in a way that really resonates with people and they don't get lost and they're told accurately. Um, and so, you know, over the course of the year, or I guess two years that he had left in high school at that point, we had a lot of conversations about that. And all of us did a lot of research on what's the trajectory? How do you get where you want to go? And, but it really, as a parent, you have such an opportunity to gauge with your children and see what's in their heart, what God has put on their heart and mind, and then blow it up from there as you kind of start dreaming together. I love what you just said with yes, like growing together. And I think that's a really big thing just because I like the term like, like dream big, all this stuff, follow your hearts and passions. But if you don't work for it, and if you don't explore the different trajectory, like um, where you want to go, that won't really take you where you want to go. So I think it's really important to have both of those. And once you have those, like that's when you have those unlimited possibilities and those not normal possibilities. Yes, absolutely. And as a teenager, I would imagine that as you explored all of this, you actually really developed a lot personally. You you came into your own. You you became more well-rounded, more refined, more confident. All of that stuff comes along when you are passionately pursuing the interests and the desires that God has put in your heart. Yes. And it was interesting because before the blog started, um, when I was eight, nine, ten, I loved PowerPoint. I loved making funny lyric videos. I loved making videos of my family. And it was those self-taught computer skills that I later learned and used into Photoshop, InDesign, all of these programs that I'm using today. So it was just those skills that I was growing when I was very young, but that I loved doing. Yeah. And so my parents were never like, oh, um, you're spending too much time on PowerPoint or Power, like the computer. And they just realized I was doing something, I guess, educational-ish. And so I think like well, when, yeah. even when it comes to Fortnite or something, I hear parents talk to me all the time. Well, my kid just wants to play Fortnite. It's like, okay, how what, what interests them about Fortnite? How can we turn this into right. an educational spin or get them learning a life lesson from that? So maybe it's not the exact Fortnite. Maybe it's the adventure. Maybe it's the action. Maybe let's learn how to code from this. So there's always different ways that you can input learning. Yeah. Minecraft's another one that comes to mind that a lot of kids spend a lot of time on. But but when you step back and you look, they are building 
incredible designs. They are learning how to solve problems with the redstone stuff. I mean, all of these super cool skills can come out of that little universe. (laughs) Um, So there, there really truly is so much to learn from all of these things if they are used well and Mm -hmm. not mindlessly. So I think that you're, mm -hmm. the way that you encourage parents to really look at them through different, through a different lens is so, so important. Yeah. Just being intentional with that time is spent in front of a screen or just in everyday life, just being really intentional with it, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Well, let's go back uh, again to kind of when you were starting all of this, how much help did you receive, you know, as far as getting it off the ground, getting, you know, the the software and everything kind of lined up? Did did you have any help from that or, or to do that? Or was that completely self-taught all the way through? Um, so the majority of it was self-taught. And I had taken a business course and I was working on a business plan outside of this. And I was I was awarded some funding and I did use that for my hosting plan, which was about $100. So it wasn't even that much in the grand scheme of things. But that kind of helped me feel more official. And that's what allowed yeah. me to start earning money through advertisements. Um, whereas previously, I wasn't able to earn anything like that. And that's just kind of how I got the building block set down. And then through social media, I guess I, I'm... I'm built for marketing. I just have a very natural marketing brain. And those skills help me help other bloggers. And then in turn, they just gave me their knowledge, their connections, their feedback. And they shared a lot of my content back when Pinterest was a lot different now. And I figured out all of those different algorithms. And so just like knowing social media and understanding it really helped propel my audience, I think, to a faster way. And I didn't realize it at the time, but I was filling a niche in the homeschool blogging community that I didn't know existed. Mm. Um, apparently there's not much out there about homeschooling history at the time, at least at the time. Wow. So, so, <laughs> yeah. so is, are you still primarily focused on history or have you really expanded out from there since then? I have expanded it in a couple of different areas with math and language arts, but history is my passion and my baby and my heart. So that's mm-hmm. where the majority of my resources are. So our, you know, I'm looking at your website now. Um, everyone can can take a look at it in learningcolor.com. But you've got all of these different categories, all of these different resources. Are these all things that you have created? Are they things that you have kind of put together and assimilated? What can I expect to find there if I'm looking for these resources? Yeah, so... Almost everything is created by me. I have a couple ghostwriters and they help me write some content, but yes. Um, I try to really make connections, help students make connections with what they already know. So for example, I've been working on a lot of different picture book series um, of stories around the world. And I try to help them connect, hey, you know, we heard about China on the news. Well, here's this picture book set in China and here's why this connects with this. And that's how I felt like all of my learning has been. Um, I like to say like most of my knowledge stems from World War II in a really weird strange like sense but a lot of the things I know came from this World War II book Um, all of these weird medical terms came from this book that was written (laughs) in the 1940s even though you might think they have literally no connection but I think that's just how my brain works so I try to help students make connections with what they already know because I think they'll remember it better and it will create more lifelong learning versus just a throwaway fact that they'll probably forget in a couple weeks. Right, right. We don't want them just to learn to take a test. Yes. We want them to learn so that they have that. You know, in fact, my daughter came in yesterday and like I was sitting on my bed working and she came in and high-fived me because she was like, I am so prepared for her college history class. Um, and I mean, all actually all three of my kids that have taken that class, the like history of Civ, have come in and said, I am so prepared for this. I am killing it in there because yeah. 
the way that we approached history all the way through was more experiential, was more, you know, reading and talking about it and, you know, deep diving into it. And so you, you retain it so much better. So yeah, I totally agree that if you can help them make those connections and as a parent, if you can help them make those connections, you just kind of stand back in awe as you see them just explode with not only knowledge, but a love of having that knowledge and using it in daily life. So yeah, I was watching Jeopardy and I love watching quiz shows and a lot of the um, random answers on there. I'm like, oh yeah, I knew that from a movie or something. <laughs> and there was one question that the Jeopardy contestants didn't even know. I'm like, well, if they would have used my Sound of Music movie guy, they would have known. But this exactly. one. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is that is awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, what is what is kind of your message to we, you know, you speak at our events, you'll be speaking, everybody, she'll be speaking in Nashville, she'll be speaking in Mobile, so make sure you come and hear her there. Uh, she's also done some of our virtual events as well. But so you speak at these events, you're there counseling and stuff in the exhibit hall, but what is your message to teens and parents that you really, really want to make sure that they don't leave without? I think like every student is different. And I think if we are relying on tests or really any type of standard of measurement for every single child, we are going to fail and we are going to set kids up to fail no matter what that different rubric is. And just know every student is different and that's okay. And there are different resources for that child. And yeah. <laughs> very, very good. That's, that is so true. And, you know, I would say just from looking at your story that, the, the sky truly is the limit. Um, yeah. You know, you have, you haven't even um, really kind of noted the fact that you've had some pretty unique experiences in your young adult life. Um, yes. <laughs> you've had doors open for you that a lot of people don't. So um, I think, I think it's actually worthwhile to tell about a little bit of that part of your journey as well and how, um, you know, some of these not necessarily strictly business opportunities open, but but you've you've had some other opportunities come that have truly expanded your platform as well. Yeah. I honestly like looking back at my life and when people are getting to know me for the first time and I mentioned casually, oh yeah, I do this, they're like, What? It feels so <laughs> random, but if you look at the story and you go back all the way, all of it is interconnected in some weird way. Um pageants are one thing that something that seems super random. Um, they were kind of random considering that's not something I ever thought I'd be interested in. But a lot of those different opportunities that came from that helped me with public speaking. They helped me get a lot of appearances and they've helped me make a lot of connections in the business world. Um, a lot of the business connections have helped me meet and connect with some really amazing people, or some really inspiring business owners who are where I would like to be someday. So all of these weird connections and like events that have happened just seem so distant, but they've all kind of connected in some way um, in the most unlikely ways. That makes sense. Yeah. Oh, it absolutely does. The Bible tells us that, you know, God's plans are so much higher and better than our plans. And, yeah. you know, we can always look back in our rearview mirror and say, wow, I didn't see him doing that. I yes. didn't see how this piece and that piece and the next piece all would fit together to make this. But wow, I couldn't have written it that way. And so there's so much truth and so much to be gained from recognizing that if we are just 
allowing ourselves to be led every step of the way, preparing our children, since we're specifically talking to homeschoolers, you know, prepare them to walk through whatever door opens, whether it's an expected door or not, and then just kind of stand in awe as God brings all of these random pieces together to form just a beautiful tapestry that is your life, your children's lives, and so on, because he's so faithful to do that. Yeah, and I think um, just the preparation part is really key because um, before teach them diligently, which was one of the biggest, I think it actually is the biggest event I've spoken at before, I said yes to all of these small little gigs of 10 classroom, mm-hmm. um, 10 students, um, small business meetings, and I said yes to those. I put myself out there even though it was uncomfortable, even though I am super uncomfortable speaking and it's not my favorite thing in the world, but I use those opportunities because I'm like, well this speaking in front of 10 students today might lead me to bigger opportunities tomorrow. And because I can gain so much experience and by not being afraid to put myself out there. And then from that preparation, I got the gig, but teach them diligently. Yeah. And you never know, you never know what God is going to do with those things. Just those small, taking the next step, taking the next step, taking the next step. And then all of a sudden there's a giant leap and um, you 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 have a yeah, you have a successful <laughs> e-commerce site and all the things that go out as part of that. And it all started because your parents allowed you to start homeschooling when you were younger. So that's yes, really, really cool. in World War II that started from books, not textbooks. Yep. Well, exactly, exactly. All that peripheral, interesting stuff. And um, I would imagine that movies and everything probably factored oh, into yes. that too. Just, yeah, lending to more excitement and more interest in what you were studying. So just a great story. Samantha, thank you so much for joining us. Tell us before we go just a little bit more about what they can find at your site, um, anywhere in particular that you'd like for them to go. I'll make sure that I put all the links and stuff in the show notes for today's episode, but want to make sure that there's anything specific that they need to make sure that they don't miss that you tell them all about it. Um, yeah, you can find everything on my website, learnincolor.com. I have a variety of supplements for teaching with books and movies, especially history. And I have a new U.S. President's History Escape Room, which you can do in your home. And I'm super proud of that. I think it's probably my favorite resource so far. Oh, that's super fun. I'm going to have to go dive into that myself because that would be super fun. Um, although I'll be honest, we don't generally make it out alive of escape rooms, but hopefully this one we will. <laughs> It's kind of hard, but it's okay. That's all right. I like the challenge. I just generally don't make it out. So I think I think that has to do with our personalities and all, you know, kind of not, not working together as well as kind of forging our own way. But that's a whole different discussion. <laughs> well, again, thank you so, so much for joining us. Everyone else, I hope that you have been inspired and encouraged by Samantha's story. I think it is just really very, very good for all of us to hear from those who have gone through homeschooling. They've graduated. They've been incredibly successful. They have the skills and the knowledge and the really enthusiasm to follow whatever or walk through whatever doors God opens for them um, and to do so very, very well. So thank you for joining us today. And I look forward to talking to you again real soon. joining us today. We believe that every family is called to teach them diligently. So we're here to help. We would love to get to know you this year at one of our four live Teach Them Diligently events. And then throughout the year, when you become part of the Teach Them Diligently 365 community, check out the notes from today's show for more details about what we discussed today, as well as all of these other resources that Teach Them Diligently has to offer. 
Have a wonderful day, and I look forward to talking to you again real soon.